Hi, I'm David Cogswell. I'm here in New York City with Noma Santo Mblovu, the Chief Operating Officer of South African Tourism, and this is Insider Travel Report. Hi, how are you today? It's wonderful to have you in the United States. Good morning, David. Thank you for having us here. It's lovely out in New York. It's my first time here. I'm loving it, but I'm missing South Africa. We all miss South Africa when we're not in South Africa. So uh, what brings you to the United States here today? Um, David, you will recall that uh, we've all come out of COVID-19 and um, very scarred and very damaged and our economies are, are limping. When we, we, we started this uh, lockdowns and, and, and COVID, the key message from our side was we asked the world, we asked the travel industry, we asked the consumers not to travel. And we said, don't travel now, travel later. And uh, we believe that later is now, because right now we are saying we've just come out of COVID-19. We've started a campaign that is called um, um, Live Again, um, which we launched in March this year, which we are saying that time that we said postpone your travel and then you will travel later, we said it is now, come out to South Africa and live again. Come out of COVID, refresh yourselves, and get your mental state much better in, in a better state. So it's the whole thing of rolling out a global campaign, um, but with specific invitation um, uh, for this particular market to come to South Africa. We are now on phase two of this campaign of ours, which is Live Again. Um, so the first campaign was on, on broadcast, on, on TV, and you know, and, and sort of big um, media um, um, messaging. Now the second phase of the campaign is when we are now inviting um, the trade, we are inviting the media, we are inviting content creators out there and consumers and as well as airlines to say this is the time that you must come to South Africa. So we've counted that um, during COVID-19 we lost a, a whopping 730 days of trading. So that was lost jobs, lost opportunities, lost uh, income. Now we are saying we want to recapture um, that 730 magic number by inviting a 730 people from all over the world to actually um, come into South Africa and, and, and see South Africa in a new light post-COVID because there's a lot that has changed and we would like this group of, of, of people um, who have got a lot of people, uh, audiences, so that they can tell the stories from live from the land uh, uh, of South Africa and bring the stories here to be able to say we've been there, we've seen it, and it is it is great, and you are very much welcome to come to South Africa. So that's been uh, our 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 story uh, out here in America. We've gone to um, a virtuoso, um, which is as you know the largest. Um, sort of international um, uh, luxury uh, you know, trade, trade, trade um, uh, uh, show. And because what we are finding is that so far, the highest spend that is coming to South Africa from this market is actually from the high-end market. So the luxury market is thriving, and we wanted to be able to capture these people and see them face-to-face -face and be able to tell them the story of a recovering country after COVID-19. And you know that COVID-19, you know, we are all starting on the same you know, starting starting lineup. So we we want to be ahead of everybody, uh, and that is why we thought coming out here gives us an opportunity 
why this market was important is because in 2021, we have realized that in our numbers are showing that the U.S. market became the number one international market, source market for South Africa in terms of long-haul destinations. This is the first in 30 years. So if you look at uh, all along South Africa um, international markets, the, the top markets where, where the UK and, and some markets in, in, in Europe, you know, Germany and all of them. But for the first time that has changed. So we want to capitalize on this new renewed uh, interest and we want to make sure that we sustain uh, this, this momentum. So that's why this market was extremely important that we start our, um, uh, let's say, international uh, global advocacy program in this market. So having the United States go into the number one position is interesting also because it seems that uh, UK and Europe are mature markets and here's a very large population and it's a barely started I would think in terms of a market for South Africa is that true that is true David and what we are seeing is that um, we, we are getting the younger market so your under 35s are, are the people that are coming to South Africa and also they are looking for new exciting experiences um, a lot of it has been driven by social media. So you are seeing a complete different change in terms of the people that are now being interested in the destination. So it's the young ones, it's the millennials, it's the, it's the, it's the guys with the new money, and they are ready to travel and travel now. Uh, South Africa being a long-haul destination, um, we know that we are on the bucket list. In, here in the UK, we are on everybody's bucket list. But our key thing is we don't want you to wait until you're 80 to travel to South Africa. We want these under 35s to travel now and experience the destination now. So we're seeing the, the, the young people travel to South Africa uh, post-COVID. We're seeing the young families coming to South Africa. Then it's becoming interesting that you know um, the, the 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 young families with young kids. Um, there's also an interest because the destination is so diverse in terms of uh, what what it offers. So, uh, South African Airways, I know, has had uh, some trouble through all this COVID and all this stuff. And uh, as a national carrier, it's so important. So, uh, how are you dealing with that in terms of airlift and so forth? Airlift is uh, very important in this recovery. That is something that we have, uh, uh, you know, adopted as, as a principle and a strategy. So at, at the back of um, a, 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 a SAA that is struggling, we have decided to partner with other global airlines. So one of the meetings or two of the meetings we had here yesterday was meetings with the Delta and United Airlines because they are the airlines that have also supported us throughout this period and they've increased their frequencies to South Africa. We know United is going to be starting to, to do a Cape Town route as well. So we are finding that the world is ready for us the global airlines are actually calling the destination by name and they want to come uh, to the destination. So, and it's not only just these two airlines I'm talking about. We've just signed a huge MOU with Emirates um, as South Africa, the destination that uh, in terms of the, the DMO, because we understand the, the importance of 
the that airline and that hub and how it it actually it's it's a it's a it's a point of exchange for everybody. So that is going very well. In in terms in terms of this campaign that we are doing, live again. We've also partnered with the airlines to bring us this 730 people because without the airlines, there's actually not going to be any international travel. So something that is very much uh, on our radar, a uh, pity that, you know, uh, it cannot be done by SAA, but we are a global destination. We will work with all the global airlines to actually deliver the numbers. And you have uh, some support from European airlines, I guess, as well, even though they're not direct flights. Yeah. Look, the same interest I'm talking about in terms of uh, the American airlines that we, we're seeing, we're also seeing this in, in, in Europe. I mean, um, in about a couple of weeks, um, um, Air Belgium is going to be launching uh, its first flight uh, into South Africa. So it's, it's really a renewed interest in the destination. And, and I think that is why, I mean, this campaign that we're running that says live again is so apt because you live again in so many different ways. Um, even for the airlines, you know, they've reported, some of them, that you know, the route is very profitable and they want to actually continue on, the, on, this, uh, on this route. And they are now negotiating on our behalf with their governments to actually be able to service the route. So we are seeing this renewed interest in the destination and, and what, you, what, what we've seen, the numbers are also telling us the same thing. Uh, between um, uh, January and May this year, already from this market we've done uh, over um, 70,000 uh, uh, you know, uh, travelers. Now, in, when we ended in 2020, in 2019, we had done 373,000. So this uh, 76,000 is working out to something like 53% uh, growth compared to, to, to the previous period. Already it's showing us that we are going to end the year way better than we even did last year. So the recovery, even though we've all thought the recovery will be slower, but it looks like it's going to be slightly faster than what we had anticipated because of this um, revenge demand and this um, pent-up demand that is that is there and people wanting to get out there and, 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 and travel. And, and remember that uh, with COVID, what has happened is that people have understood much better the value of travel. When you couldn't travel, now you realize that this is like oxygen. So now they really want to get out there. And we are very uh, delighted that South Africa is right at the top of that list of the destinations that they want to go and experience. You mentioned at the beginning that the uh, COVID plague has uh, been such a, a struggle for the whole world. Um, and, and it has to have, have created changes what kind of uh, how has it changed South Africa in terms of what people will encounter when they visit compared to what it was before so here is what happened during COVID during COVID we, we could not drive our international uh, uh, you know uh, marketing uh, campaigns so we focused all our efforts on domestic travel even for products we have products that traditionally we're servicing only the international market. Now, COVID, two years of no activity, most of them refocus their efforts to target the domestic market. So what we are sitting with right now is a very well-traveled domestic market because 
everybody reworked their prices. Everybody really was trying to encourage the domestic market to travel. But the domestic market now are very much uh, more, um, more traveled, more exposed. And we believe that they are now better hosts so that when the visitors come to South Africa, they are better able to, um, to welcome them and show them around. Because, I mean, we know the U.S. market, uh, for example, they've told us that, yes, we love the mountain, we love the, the animals, but we enjoy the interactivity with the people, the, to connect with the people of, of, of the land. So we have now come out of COVID with better hosts, so that when you travel, people are much more understanding and much more helpful and, and much more ready to tell you the story that the brochure won't tell you, which is much more uh, fundamental. So that is what we found. But what we also found was that the products themselves, they took time to improve their the service levels, the product offering. So there is now improvement across the value chain of the product offering. Some were refurbishing, some were extending. Those who had money, they were doing different things to modify the offering. So you've got a destination that has improved from um, the supply side. You've got a destination that has improved in terms of welcoming of the visitors. And we think that's a good combination. So we're very excited about that. So one other thought, um, it's always hard to uh, get the message out about something if people haven't experienced it. You know, they kind of need to go there and see it for themselves. But I find that in this particular global climate in terms of politics and culture and so forth, the way that things have been drifting uh, towards more uh, nationalism and, and uh, isolationism and uh, some trends which I don't appreciate too much. Uh, and I feel that South Africa is a great example of where we ought to be evolving towards toward greater diversity, greater inclusion. Uh, there are so many aspects of South Africa that are wonderful in terms of just the pleasure of the, of the uh, landscape and the people and so forth. But that's one special additional thing I feel like that, that South Africa has to offer now uh, as, as a, a way to point toward a better future than maybe what some other places are pointing towards right now. How do you feel about that? Look, I think you are right, and 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 we we have seen that uh, more than the work that we are doing in terms of brochures, campaigns, and all of that, we are also capitalizing on the success uh, of our people from South Africa who are making it out there in the world as our best exports. You know, if you take a Trevor Noah, for example, he's doing an amazing job to tell the story from his point of view. And that's very captivating, you know, in this market. So we're doing a lot of work with the likes of um, um, uh, Trevor Noah, Nomza uh, Mumbata, you know, black coffee, all these guys that have sort of just come out from nowhere and they're really uh, uh, capturing the attention of the world. So, th so that is one aspect. But the other aspect that I didn't touch on is that as part of our, uh, our tourism drive is um, we've understood that the meetings industry is very, very big. Therefore, we are very focused on, on this sector, on this business event sector, to say, as we're targeting the consumers, we also have to target the meeting planners, the global meeting planners, to bring their meetings to South Africa. Because what do they do when they come to South Africa? 
they don't only sit in a conference room and attend the meeting. But what we are loving is the knowledge exchange that is way bigger and it contributes from a legacy point of view to the destination. I mean, let's take this whole issue around um, COVID and Omicron and the world, you know, getting up in, in, in its feet because South Africa discovered this, uh, this variant. We're very f proud of the fact that it was discovered by our scientists in South Africa, and that's a biggie. And we would like the world to be coming out there, learning from our scientists, you know, in terms of how they've, got, they've gone about and, and they've done this. So in the business um, space, we are also focusing on various sectors that are key for our, uh, our, our market, and we are targeting the global uh, associations and meeting planners to say, in these particular uh, meetings, topics, uh, and subjects, we would like a knowledge exchange and bring that knowledge to South Africa, but also South Africa to teach the world some of um, some of some of these things. So w we are going into a future, uh, as far as I'm concerned, that is going to be uh, a very multi-dimensional in terms of how destinations are going to grow. You, you know, there is your traditional. Let me go see the beach, see the animals but then there's the other side which is more academic more intellectual and um, more knowledge exchange that also has to be brought into this whole mix of uh, of tourism because it also brings in more money interesting enough we know that the guys that come for uh, for conferences they are sitting there trying to understand the meeting but they're saying to the family we are coming back here for a holiday so we are also driving that part of tourism to make sure that we can capitalize on on the meetings from a knowledge and legacy point of view but also from um the future travel and converting them uh, for for traveling in, in into the destination in the future it sounds good to me well i would thank you very much again for meeting with me today and it's great to have you in the united states and thank you for travel insider travel report good night <laughs>